Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, we do a podcast on a Thursday. I was out yesterday. I heard uh, Eddie do one yesterday with you, Al Dukes. How are you? Yes. Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm all right. Okay, good. So um, uh, we were just in a meeting. I was, wasn't sure if we were allowed to share. I guess I'm not sharing I what, the, what the meeting was about, but it's good news for listeners, I think, coming up uh, shortly, next month maybe. I think that's a good way to leave it. Something like that, Jerry. I was thinking about Christmas gifts because I'm in the Ugh. Christmas gift. You mentioned earlier in the during the warm up show, which comes after this, that uh, you were out Christmas shopping and did not really score any big deals that you were hoping to score. And by one thing, yeah. There's a. I just want to give a, a, a. This is not a paid commercial by any means, but it's a. Don't do place, a bath fitter. Those are no, very not expensive. <laughs> Those are the the four. <laughs> For a gift, yes. yes. <laughs> this is not a paid thing. This is just something I've discovered over time, which I find helps when people are difficult to purchase gifts for, which is I use Etsy. Yeah. Are you familiar with the website Etsy? I am, Etsy? and I've had, I've had two good experiences and yeah. two very bad experiences. Really? Yes. What were your bad experiences? Now, uh, Etsy shipping is time. A, Etsy is a, a products that people, for the most part, make uh they're on their own they're like very small businesses they right. might make t-shirts or mugs or very creative things people do on there as well much more elaborate than just t-shirts I, and mugs i will tell you my so i had a couple of very good experiences from them no, right. no question about it and i do like it it's very creative right. um but i also bought something for my wife for our anniversary that i purchased in the first week of may and when it still wasn't that my anniversary is in june when it still wasn't there on June 1st, I got concerned. Yes. <laughs> to where I had to contact the people to find out that it was still in production mm. and that it takes them a long time to do things to where I bought it on Amazon 
later that day and got it within three days. The same item? Very similar, yes. A okay. very similar item. And then the other one also includes Amazon, to where I went and found the product on Etsy. I saw that the shipping time was three weeks. Went on Amazon, wound up buying the same product that came from that same company, but they turned it around much faster for Amazon. And remember Is that we, right? We talked about yeah, this. Yeah, you're because right. I it, do recall that. It bothered me that I bought it through Amazon because clearly that took money out of the small business owner's pocket. Right. But they also seem to cater to Amazon more so than their direct customer. Right. Now, I've also bought a couple of things that I got within, you know, a week or 10 days and I was thrilled with. So you are right. I mean, it is great stuff, but just be careful. The thing that I like about Etsy, well, it's, it's all individual small business owners on there. And yep. to me, the best part of Etsy is things that you can't find on Amazon and you can't find other other places. It's really only on Etsy. And to me, the way that I do it is I try to think of like, if someone's difficult to buy for, if you have a couple things that this person is interested in. Yeah. Like for me, I I like uh, I have a greyhound, a new greyhound dog. So if you were to type greyhound in there, all these gifts come up uh, or ideas, products having to do with greyhounds. If you're uh, if you for your greyhound, about greyhounds, sure. everything. So it has helped me immensely over the years, over the last couple of years, when I finally stumbled upon it uh, for gift ideas. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But like Jerry said. Sometimes the shipping takes longer because a lot of times these people do not start production on something until you place the order. Right. And I get that. I totally just why yeah. I don't get upset about it and I'll still go there, but it was, you know, it was disappointing that I couldn't get it when I needed it. Yeah, and the but and Christmas is just around the corner. So if you need something for Christmas, you gotta get a move on with like things. now. Yeah, the other thing to look at on there, which again I only just started doing, was there's a there's a button on there that you can click where you only want items to come up that are shipped from the United States. Hmm. I never noticed that. Yeah, there's a lot of things being sold from like the UK, China, of course, Jerry. Sure. So that will also take longer for shipping if you're getting something from out of the US. Yes, no question. That's a tip. That's just a shopping tip. Beyond that, I've started, uh, I love the like buying stuff for people that you can just ship directly to them. Oh, isn't that the best? Steaks, cookies, brownies. Could not agree with you more. It's tremendous. People love getting food in the mail, especially if they didn't order it. Yep, no doubt. And you don't have to leave your house. And it's not something that's going to take up space in their home. And it's personal. And it's personal. And you'll even put a nice little gift message in there. Yes. I did that yesterday as well. Because the one thing like you don't want to end up doing... Yeah. Is just buying the, like, this This is what I've, this is the issue I've run into. I'm not interested in just buying the generic gift. Same here. It's it's a waste of it. money. It's a waste yes. of time. Correct. I'd rather. And space. That too. And, Clutter. And we're all, I think most of us, not all of us, many of us are in a situation where we have everything. Yes. And that sounds spoiled, but quite frankly, most of us are. Right. And it's like, you know, what are, what are we doing with these gifts? Like I, Correct. I actually came up with the idea. Now, this year is weird. I don't even know what the hell we're doing for Christmas this year because of what's happening. Right, the corona. But my idea going forward with my family, and I have a relatively, not a big family, but relatively big enough. I mean, we're talking uh, for Christmas Eve, we would usually be about 20 people now. So not a huge family, not talking 50 people, but it's also not just a family of six either. Um, you know, instead of shopping for everybody, we're going to end up costing you a couple thousand dollars or 1500 whatever. 
$20 limit. Nice. Makes you really have to be creative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, you want to go get a $20 gift card, go ahead. But Or you could go to somewhere like Etsy and put in a $25 card, or gift rather, and you'll get ideas. Right. Punch in some things they like. Exactly. So that's kind of, that's where we're at. It's just, uh, that's why that's a very good little lead you're giving them. Yeah, like my nephew, uh, Drew, he's only 11, but like he likes to play the piano. He likes sure. Minecraft. He likes Nerf guns. You could punch all those things in, and some people m- make gifts around those items. Right. And it's uh, just something different that you wouldn't normally find in the store, and you're, and you're working with small businesses. Absolutely love it. Love it, love it, love it. Ooh, yeah. Love it, love it, love it. I did like yesterday during the podcast, because I yeah. did listen. Oh. Um, I didn't hear much of the show. But okay. I did listen to the podcast. I figured, you know what? Let me download this podcast and listen. And I want to be, I want to help our numbers out. Oh, that was perfect, Jerry. I appreciate that. I thought so. And then I, I did like the one line, which I, at some point I got to go clip. I found hysterical when you asked Eddie if he goes up on the ladder to do the Christmas lights. And his <laughs> answer is, no, my, my wife does. My wife won't let me, he said. <laughs> eh, well, he said that after. Yes. After he said, no, my wife goes up. Going up on the ladder. It's yeah. tremendous. That is fine. That's classic Eddie right there. Yes, I could just see Eddie climbing up on the ladders oh. with a big thing of lights around the, around his arm and on his shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah. Getting now, up there stapling. Is see, that what you're supposed to do? You sta- like no, I remember as a no. kid, my father used to staple those no, things. They to got the, uh, they got all sorts of different clips. So I just did them um, this year. We're in this house. This is our third year in the house. This will be our third Christmas in this house. And the first couple of years, I did not put lights on the gutters. Because we have gutter covers, and I couldn't, I don't know, I didn't know how to clip them. And then I was running around Lowe's a few weeks ago, and I saw that they have, uh, what are they called? The, the roof. What is the roof? <laughs> the roof is on fire. Shingles? <laughs> shingles, yes. They have shingle clips. Perfect. So I was able to connect the lights to the shingles, and now we have lights. And, and then I you go leave those clips out all, all year round? No, they're going to come down because they're they'll on the shingles. Down. Yeah, and they'll come down easy. Very easy. I'm actually surprised they hold the lights up there. You got to get one of those plastic Santas with the uh, reindeer for the roof, so it looks like I'm Santa's not landing that. on your roof. No, I would do that. Sorry, not doing that. That's not uh, that's not for me. The, there's a uh, apartment complex uh, in Bradley Beach that I walk by quite often with uh, the Wimster, and uh, they've got all the big inflatable Santas. And I've never seen this inflatable. They have they have the inflatable Chevy Chase from Christmas oh, Vacation. I love that. Where he's electric being electrocuted. It was like from the cover of the um, of the movie. It's cool. See, I got to get that. That's my that, that we were actually last night. We were watching Home Alone, and my son asked me, my ten year old goes, "Is this your favorite Christmas movie?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "Oh, I know. It's The Grinch." I'm like, mm, "Yes, I do like The Grinch." I said, "But Christmas Vacation, those are my two favorites, and I don't know that I could pick one from the other." Right. But those two, I at Home Alone, I will watch every time it's on. But it's not like I see Christmas Vacation. I'm locked in for the next two hours because of commercials, of course. Yeah, see, I can't. I'm I'm beyond that now. I can't watch anything with commercials on TV. I'm no, not it doesn't interested. Bother. Yeah, it still doesn't bother me. You know what it bothers me is at the end of the movie when the commercials come every three seconds. Yeah, like if you're gonna if you're gonna have it on in the background and the thing like Christmas Vacation that we've all seen many times because it's all is my favorite Christmas holiday movie as well. Yeah, so I've seen it a bunch of times. So to have it on in the background is cool. You can glance over at it, so the commercials are not as annoying. But if you're sitting in front of the TV and those movies on TV get a million commercials, they do. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It is difficult. But Hollanders. now, Christmas Vacation though, is not on Netflix, though, is it? 
no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, I think it's, that's hard to find. It. Yeah, they I'm want you to renting do it, the rentals. Please. I, mean, I pay right. for enough. Right. We're paying for enough. Give us Christmas vacation for free. It really is just, oh, whatever. Ponderous, Jerry. It is ponderous. I don't know if you saw, well, yes, actually, we discussed. You know, uh, the other day we talked about how Howard Stern had re-upped with Sirius yeah. XM. I've noticed something that the Stern Show has been doing, and I'm considering doing it myself, okay. Jerry. On their Stern Show Twitter account, they've disabled comments somehow. Oh, I like that. So, because they were getting sick of, and actually, it used to be a hobby of mine. When they would put a tweet out, I would like to read the comments people would leave. Yeah. Like, especially, like, if he was announcing today on the show and it was a guest that's been on a million times or a guest people didn't seem interested in, they would just trash the guest. Right, right, right. Or trash the show. Now they get put things out and there's no comments. Same on their Instagram page. So how do you do that? I don't know. Hmm. I got to look into the settings. That's very Sometimes I'm like, hmm, sometimes I don't want to hear from people either. Yeah, it's a weird then, thing because some of you, the people, go ahead. Yeah, you get nice people, yes. though, right? You don't want to eliminate them. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still at a point where I do contemplate every single day just shutting it down. Shut it down. I do, and like right. I've thought about shutting down my Twitter account and then mm -hmm. starting another one with just a fake name. Yes, just so you could follow news. That's it, and that's all I want it for. And I don't yeah. want the interaction. Because, again, the, the nice people are great. I mean, there are some that are just spectacular. But there are also so many D-bags out there. A lot of D-bags. Like, I had one A-hole the other day that I put out. I did a podcast. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to talk about the subject matter. But I talked very highly of what we were discussing. I'll just mm -hmm. say that. And some guy writes me this from, like, some other part of the country. It really is amazing because I looked him up. He's not even from around here, right. and somehow he listened to the podcast, and it, you know, it was something like, "Boy, you all butterflies and unicorns and sunshine and rainbows in your life." You and he was like mean, and I'm right. sitting there like, all I did was have a nice conversation with somebody trying to be nice, and it gets me like, again, it comes back to society just blowing ass. It's yes. like, come on, like, what did I do wrong to make you upset? Right, I don't, blowing I ass. don't get it. So I, I have those moments of just wanting to shut the whole thing down, but then it's like you can't because they'd right. like you to be interactive here. Yeah, the company likes when we interact nicely with the fans. Oh, I can't. I, I swear to God, Al, I can't take I think Eddie's the smartest one of all of us for never starting one. And yet I feel like I've gotten a lot of great ideas from people on Twitter that send me comments. I'll hear something on this podcast or somewhere, and they'll go, well, you should try this, or you should watch this. And I'm like, hmm, that is a good idea. I wouldn't have thought of that. Sadly, the D-bags outweigh D -bags. the great people. They really, I mean, at least the way you feel that way. I even heard, and you now know, you know now, I listen to Stern a little bit from time to time. Not every yes. day, but I am listening from time to time. And I'm sorry I haven't listened to them the whole time. Because uh, I do find it <laughs> it's quite humorous, and I don't even know the real Howard Stern from back in the day. Right. And it's like, I'll even hear him talk about how it still gets to him once in a while. Oh, he says he doesn't look at his Twitter. Uh, yes, that he can't look at it. Will it. it will That's all he will focus on is somebody saying he sucks or this sucks like, or that why sucks. Why is that? Why do we let the two a-holes out of 20? I don't know. Because it's right? annoying because you don't want... Here's what it is. You don't want people to say nasty things about you. You want to you want to be able to fire back. And you but can't. The, yeah, because the overwhelming majority of the time the people aren't showing their face or who they really like they're 
fake name, fake face. So you're like, this is not even a fair fight. I'd like to fight people on Twitter, and I'm more interested in fighting, arguing with people if they show their face and, you know, as Herm Edwards says, put your name on it. Put your name on it. That's exactly right. Be a man or a woman and put your name on it. Couldn't agree more. But for the most part, the overwhelming part, it's it's a fake name, fake face, you know, you're, logo you're or something. Probably very right about that. Yes, probably and very. That right. I don't like, Jerry. You know what? Tomorrow is Jerry Football Friday. This is what I hear. I'm excited for the new segment we've started. I hear my dog whining. I think she's got to go out. The new segment that we started called Al and Jerry's Cool Games of the Week. Yes. There were not a lot of cool ones last week. Are we so, going to start that like uh, right off at 5.05? Yeah, I like to do that unless there's some big news that happens between now and then. Are right we on at, at 4 tomorrow? Five. We are on at 5. five. I'm not going on at 4. That's Just overnights. Checking. All right. I want more than five the hour now. The I'm not going to lie to you. And then take 5 to 7. <laughs> I'm we, not coming. We've got not, something called Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock. Not before 5 o'clock. <laughs> Five o'clock is early enough. <laughs> it's fair enough. But let's do that tomorrow, Jerry, right. right at 5 a.m. Sounds good. We'll see you tomorrow. So. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, what do you say we do this? 5.04, it is a Thursday morning in New York City. Not the best ride in, but so be it. We're here, me and Eddie Scazarian down the Jersey Shore. His name is Albert Henry Dukes. What up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. Why was it not the best ride in? Construction. Oh, the huge. Uh, yeah, you know what? It actually has not been the huge, uh, but I saw what wound up happening was an Amazon truck just stopped. Oh, did Which it crash? I hope my packages aren't in there. Uh, those packages could be in there. No, it didn't crash. It looked like it either stalled or the driver fell asleep in traffic. I'm not sure. Ooh. So it was one of those things where, you know, three uh, three lanes turned into one. Mm-hmm. And he was at the point where he was in the middle lane. The right lane was already closed, and it was kind of his turn to merge. No merge. He just stopped. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened, but it backed us up for quite a while. And so I got here about 20 minutes later than I planned on. Listen, I hope he or she is fine, but I also hope my packages weren't in there. Although, um, probably going into New York, probably not my packages. Probably not. I don't think you were probably sending anybody anything in Brooklyn or Queens. I was not. Uh, Jerry, yesterday you were out. I did the show with CeeLo, and in the, the shows with CeeLo have been much better. We've we've developed the chemistry over time. Okay. But uh, And I know in the past you have said that uh, you think I could actually host a show. I don't know if you meant that uh, by myself. I, of course I believe that. Yeah, you do believe it, right. And, and I appreciate you saying that. But uh, yesterday, the final break of the, the final segment of the warm-up show leading right up to Boomer and Geo, yeah. as we were coming back from the commercial break, uh, CeeLo was having technical difficulties, which I was not aware of. Okay. So I was left to speak by myself with no partner. For how long? 
felt like 40 minutes. How long was it, though, Eddie? Well, 40 Eddie, seconds. 40 <laughs> seconds. Eddie, Eddie has it queued up because I want you to hear it. And also, after it happened, I thought in my head, you know what? This probably felt longer to me, the dead air and the struggling, probably felt longer to me than it did to the audience. But then Gio brought it up immediately on the air. Absolutely. So, I knew, mm, so maybe it maybe it did actually feel longer. Our this is what it, show flashback. Flashback. This is what it sounded like yesterday coming back from the final break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is there an NFL game tonight, CeeLo? CeeLo? <laughs> CeeLo? <laughs> CeeLo? Oh, standing by for CeeLo. We had NFL games every uh, night here, uh, uh, Eddie. I thought maybe there'd be another one tonight. CeeLo's dead. All right. <laughs> He's passed on. God bless. All right, what else do I have here, Eddie? <laughs> oh, did you see Michael Jordan's uh, golf course down in Florida? If you would like drinks, they'll send them to you, not with uh, someone in a cart, but uh, with a drone. Oh, is that right, Al? Yeah, they drone, and I saw. <laughs> Where did you go? And I rose I s- from the dead. There it was. That was tremendous. What a struggle! The struggle uh, yes, is real, I Jerry. Tell, I could tell the panic in your voice. And panic. he's calling me, and I'm not Gone. here because I had to leave. But I didn't tell him I C-Lo. was leaving. CeeLo. Anyone? Eddie? Anybody? C-Lo. Hello. I can only it's... imagine your look on your face as oh. that's happening. And I'm looking at, and even it was like we were already at like 58. Whimsy, do you talk? <laughs> I couldn't fill a minute by myself. Uh, well, you know, thank God he got back. But in fairness, it's one thing to be prepared to go on and do a show by yourself or a segment by yourself. It's another thing to expect some sort of banter and you get crickets. Yes. And then it's like you're just ta- kind of like if CeeLo didn't answer you at the end there mm-hmm. with the whole thing about the drone on the on the on the Jordan golf course. Where were you going with that? By I yourself? don't know. Not sure. You were I was much all just reading the story. All I was doing was praying that I would go, that I'd hear the legal ID. Join Boomer and Gio. <laughs> How the show ends every uh, morning. Yes, That's I, what I was praying for. I was staring I, at the clock. I understand. No, I, I 100% believe you could do this full time. But but things like that don't help your cause. It doesn't help. No. If, if any of the bosses were listening, that is not going to help. But that's also part of your charm. Thank you. That's what I was honest. thinking. Like that was that was a character moment for you. <laughs> like you sounded lost, afraid, and panicked. Right. And that's okay. And it's charming for about a minute, and right. then it becomes Agreed. really bad. Listen, wow. Had that happened, now I don't know what you. Well, I do know what you would do. You would do the show with Eddie like it was the podcast. If something happened and right. you were alone for the hour, you know, let's say at five oh seven, Lepresti was home and everything just crapped out. Well, at that point, Eddie, what are your thoughts? And now yeah. Eddie's not there, you can start sweating. Yeah, I'd immediately be like, uh, hey, I know I've said bad things about the callers, but what about Here we go. <laughs> What about a few phone calls? But 877-337-6666. <laughs> Let's start anew. Let's uh, begin brand well, new this holiday season together. I will tell you this. If you end up doing shows as we do every day without callers, when you need them, they might not be there for you. Right. So that the, is possible. Yep. They may revolt to be like, you know, I'm going to leave this guy hanging. Yes. Now, that having been said, we did ask for callers once about a month ago, and it went quite well. We did get some calls, and some people were angry that we took calls. I didn't know. I don't know what yeah, to do, Jerry. Know, those people need to eat it. We took like seven calls. It wasn't like it was a full call show. And then the one day when we just took two calls from people who were looking for things on the beach with metal detectors, even they were like, 
You're taking calls. I can't believe Why? it. Why? It's good. We're I don't good. know. We're, good. We're trying to find somebody who is finding things on the beach. Like what happens when the show gets expanded to four to six? Then we go a lot of calls. I, well, no, we don't need a lot, but I do think you need to add a call segment. Yes. So A call I'm, hour. I'm throwing. and that, well, I, We don't need an hour. But yeah. How about a segment? <laughs> an hour. <laughs> we, can, we can fill two. We did five hours once. We did do five hours once, uh, July 3rd. And it felt like three minutes. It really Yeah, it went was. very well. Yeah, I enjoyed it. That was one of the fastest shows, and I've done many of them now. That's one of the fastest shows I've ever done. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, that was all right. Jerry, let me hit you with the buzz, no buzz to like start buzz, off no buzz. the program. Yeah. Buzz, no buzz. No problem. And let's keep all of this in mind that uh, we've had uh, Monday night football. We've had Sunday football, Sunday yeah. night football, Monday night football, two games. We had Tuesday night football. Buzz, no buzz, Thursday night football, Patriots at Rams. You know, there, no, there's really Tonight. not, except for the fact that I'm actually looking forward to having a game on. I watched some college basketball last night, which was fine, um, but I I don't know, it was weird. You had the, the football Monday and Tuesday. You had the two games on Monday. And so there's not, I don't know, I don't find much buzz to the game because I find, here's why for me, I find the Patriots – a really boring watch this year with the way they're playing. Now, I know they're doing what they have to do to be competitive. That's fine. I don't enjoy watching the Patriots. So for that reason, I'm out. No, I'm kidding. Uh, for that reason, I would say no buzz. But will I be there at 8 o'clock watching tonight? I will. Yeah. I will. A Super Bowl rematch as well, Jerry. Oh, whatever. Is Tom Brady there? No, then that's the problem. Rematch. Sorry. That's what really shows you, though. Tom Brady is the one that had the buzz, not Bill Belichick. Um. Let me ask you this. If Cam Newton was playing at an MVP level and was throwing for 300 yards a game and running for 100 yards a game, would would you think differently? Yeah, I would think buzz. He, you, know, you know what he threw for on Sunday? He's like a dump passer now. But do you know I don't. How I many, have no idea. You should. 69 yards? I think he threw for 69 yards on Sunday. For real? I think so, yeah. 69 yards total. I I got to check now. Now, 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 now. Oh, now. yeah, they got, they got, uh, no, then they blew out the uh, Chargers. They did, but remember how they won that game. He ran the Evidently ball. Evidently not passing. No, they, remember they blocked the punt that they returned for a touchdown right before the half. Right. They had a punt return for a touchdown. They ran for a million things. Hold on. I'm, I'm pulling up his stats right now. They won 45 to nothing, if I remember correctly, right? Correct. 45 nothing. Cam Newton, 12 of 19, 69, 69. yards. 69 uh, yards? That was 69. It. Now, in he, four quarters? Yes. And he ran for 50 yards. Like, they didn't do anything offensively because they didn't have to. They did it defensively and on special teams. My point is, the special teams plays are fun, but you can't you can't count on those. Offensively, they're boring. I wonder if that's the most points a team has scored throwing for under 70 yards. I'm going to say yes. Me too. They scored 45 points. Where's Elias? (laughs) Sports Bureau. (laughs) Why don't you call them and see how they hang up on you very quickly? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, is this Elias? Sports Bureau? (laughs) Or Elias. Elias. (laughs) Eliash. Eliash. Sports Bureau. Eliash? Yeah. Sounds like a hockey player. He was. Oh, Vancouver Canucks. No. You hmm. don't remember Patrick Eliash? I do. Oh, uh, Devils. There you go. That's you just right. needed the first name, I guess. Yeah. Jerry, I want to give a shout out in case he's listening. Uh, rapper and WFAN fan, Action Bronson. Oh, I love Action Bronson. 
Yes. So he nowadays wakes up at 4 a.m. to begin his workout. I was reading this in page six, which sometimes, you know, page six, you know, you think sometimes they're just scuzzy and that they're trying to get into the personal lives of people. Yes. But this was a nice story they did. But in fairness to page six, in a lot of cases, they are reporting what other people are doing to themselves. Right. That's true. Now, a little nosy, no doubt. But, you know. I'm not going to take issue with page six right now. So talk to me about action. That'd be a great uh, tagline for page six. Page six, a little nosy. Yes. A little nosy. So Action Bronson gets up at 4 a.m. now to do his workouts. So I'm hoping he puts on the warm-up show, Jerry. He should. At five. He has lost 127 pounds since March. Damn. Now, has he done anything with that? Like, has he also had surgery, or has it just been diet no. and exercise? diet and exercise. That's he, a lot of weight in nine he, months. He gave birth to a son uh, last year, <laughs> and it inspired him. Well, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that made it seem like he lost baby fat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Uh, listen, he had, he had the baby, he gained weight, and now he's lost it. Good for him. That's awesome. I mean, that's yeah. a lot. You're talking... That's like 14 pounds a month. And he says now that his diet makes him, quote, a boring eater. I, well, that's okay. Now, there's the issue with, quote, unquote, diets. I have tried, stopped and tried getting my eating back on track several times over the last couple of months. And what ends up happening? You go out with friends. You don't want the grilled chicken. And, and you zip it, by the way, because you're a weirdo. Because um, you do. When we go out, it fascinates me that we can go out for dinner and you're at this great restaurant, and the, the the waitress or waiter will come over. So where can I get you? Um, I don't see it on the menu. Can I just get a piece of grilled chicken? Don't put uh, anything sweet on Sweet potato it. and broccoli. It's like, <laughs> good Lord, dude. You got four pages of great food, and you get the, So God bless you for doing it. But I think for most normal people, it is very difficult when you're out with friends or the holidays come up or your wife or your girlfriend or your mom or whoever it might be is cooking and baking and their cupcakes are in the house now and cookies and brownie. It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. So I good for him for being boring. This sounds like I could go out to dinner now with Action Bronson. You We're could. both boring eaters. We'll go somewhere where you could just get uh, like a grilled salmon, vegetables, and sensible that, side, and a sensible you will potato eat dish. A full bag of multi-grain Tostito scoops yes. in two days. Yeah. Which is, again, it, the, the oddness of you. Oh, Jerry, I went and had my blood work done based on you having and going to get your blood work done. Okay. Uh, and everything came back good. So I was very nice. happy about that. I was happy that you inspired me to go get it done because I hadn't gotten the blood work done in like three years. Look at you. They didn't put you on cholesterol medicine? They did not. Good cholesterol. Good for you. Good cholesterol. By the way, and, I'm uh, bad with taking the medicine. You got to take the medicine, Jerry. I know. I don't remember to, though. My whole life, I've never taken anything. Mm-hmm. So I'll go days. I forget about it. This is how I do my medicine, because uh, I take stomach medicine for acid reflux. I keep the medicine by my toothbrush. And after I take the me- like at night, I take the medicine. At night, I take the medicine and I flip the medicine um, container upside down. So that I can remember, hey, did I take that medicine? I look in the bathroom. If it's upside down, I took it. Makes in sense. the morning when I brush my teeth, I flip it back around so that at night I see that it's not been taken yet. And then you follow? you don't miss a dose. Right. So Action Bronson, if you want to go out for grilled salmon or grilled chicken, I, of course, don't come into the see, city that's the other thing. I can't eat the salmon. I don't like it. And you love it's it. Delicious. I, yeah, I know. I find it gross. Mm. Does, it doesn't work for me. Mm. I wish I did like it. But I yes. don't. All, All right, right, quick break. 518. We're just getting started. The warm-up show until 6. Boomer and Geo then. 
Uh, this portion of the show is sponsored by Mercedes-Benz of Morristown. We're coming right back on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, they suffered for their art. Now it's your turn. All right, 25 after 5 on a Thursday. You know what I heard yesterday, Al, as you played this music coming back, which also from like yesteryear. Do you remember the band Filter? Filter, they had a one hit, uh, well, they had, as no, I they recall. Had a, they had a few, actually. But then they had the one, oh, I think of the name of the damn song now. They Take a Picture was probably the biggest hit, yeah. but it was like a soft song. Compared to the type of band they were, I heard that yesterday, and I'm like, "Wow!" It's been a long time since I heard that one. I heard that one, and I heard Iron Maiden, The Trooper. Oh, The Trooper! Did yeah. you rock out and hit your I head? Did, were well, you driving? I do. I do like that song. That's one I remember from from way back. Were you drumming on your steering wheel? I was. That was a good one. I like that one. Yeah, I'm convinced we could all be drummers. Well, I'm convinced you could be a talk show host, so we're even. <laughs> I see way too many like four-year-olds drumming on YouTube, drumming along yeah. to like, here's my four-year-old drumming along to Iron Maiden, and the kid's good. I was like, well, I can't, if this four-year-old could figure it out, why can't I if be a, become a drummer? If you've got that hand-eye coordination, why the hell not? Well, you listen, why don't you, you can really make yourself a lot of friends in that condo association. Just get some drums. Get a drum set, put them upstairs. And like Bronson <laughs> Action at 4 a.m. with his workout, you can... Get your drumming workout in at 4 a.m. I can invite Action Bronson over. I'll drum. He can rap over it. Perfect. Over my drum beats. While he's my doing beats. push-ups and sit-ups. What the problem seems with the drum is that uh, the foot pedal. You got to be able to be moving your foot at one pace and the drums at it's like your easy. hands in another. Not that's easy. What, that's what I said. The whole hand-eye foot coordination, I guess. Yeah. Huh. No one else is not easy, Jerry. Look at this segue. This is awesome. No one else is not easy, Jerry. Playing the Kansas City Chiefs and Eddie Scazzeri's Miami Dolphins face them this coming Sunday. Yeah, but, but history is going to tell me that the Dolphins are going to cover. Is that right? Yeah. What well, is you tell me that because you bet them every week and they don't cover. Yeah, the Chiefs uh, are, are, have been, you know, of course, winning, but they don't cover often. They're, they've become a difficult uh, bet because they're always, like, favored by 13 and a yeah. half or something, and then they win by, like, 10. They, they have not been able to put the foot on the throat of the other team. They just do enough to win, and they just keep winning, and they're 11-1, and one and they're great. Right. But Brian Flores, who is the Miami Dolphins head coach, who got into a little brouhaha last with week, the Jerry, with the Bengals, and the players loved it. The players loved that he stood up for their players. Oh, it's a in, dirty play. In himself trying to get in a brouhaha. It was a dirty play on the Bengals. I think so, yeah. Which is why Brian Flores was like, let's go. Squared up, bare knuckle boxing. Could have really hurt the guy. But Brian Flores says about playing the Kansas City Chiefs this week um, that he wishes he could play with 14 defenders. Yeah, I don't blame him. Which I was thinking, instead of giving teams points and things, why don't we... Just add players. Yeah, like mix it up a little bit. It'd be like, uh, this week the Dolphins play the Chiefs. The NFL is not allowing Patrick Mahomes to play. Try to even it up. Well, I mean, you are aware that the players don't really care about the, the point spread. That's really for us. Yeah, but in my head, the point spread means 
like if I'm a player, the, I I know I'm not a I don't care about the point spread as a player, but as a player, if I hear that we're 14 point underdogs, it means that they expect us to get our butts kicked. Correct. But if they were allowed 14 defenders, now are you interested in taking no, the Dolphins? No, because they're getting paid to play. So you would take the Chiefs over the I Dolphins would. if on defense the Dolphins were allowed 14 to players. To just win the game. <laughs> just just yes, win the game. I would. You're giving the Dolphins three additional defenders. I have Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I'm still taking the Chiefs. Now, if you were Dolphins defensive coordinator, Jerry, and they were like, hmm, this is cool. The NFL is allowing us three additional defensive players I'm every play. I'm nine. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd put them all on the line or you'd cover? I think I'm blitzing nine. You're blitzing nine. You're Let's going see. all. Andy, do the Dolphins play a 4-3 or a 3-4? <laughs> I don't know. All right, then. Let's Would say you... let's say they run a 4-3. Yeah. I'm sending all front four. I'm sending all three linebackers, and I'm taking two safeties or corners off the edge. There's only five linemen and a tight end. I'm nine on six. Would you tr- would you try the Greg Williams zero cover? Well, that's send pretty everybody? much. I mean, that's essentially what I'm doing because You're I have everyone. If I'm sending nine, I got five back. I've got six, seven. I've got four receivers. No, so I got. I have help from one player. Not cover zero, but it's pretty damn close. Is he a spy on Mahomes? And, mm, I mean, I'm sending nine already. Yeah, I guess I could go cover zero and spy Mahomes. But here's also what I'm doing: since so I'm sending nine. I'm Andy Reid. I put Patrick Mahomes in the shotgun like he's a punter. I'm giving him 15 yards. Wow. This way he can like see it. the field. It's going to take forever to get to him. Bing, bang, boom. Not pregnant, but instead completion, they win. Like I might one, right? Yeah. That's I it. might rush four and have uh, – how many would that allow me in coverage? Four, five, Ten. Six, Ten. You said fourteen, right? Yeah, I would allow, I would ten have ten people in coverage. That I'd would be a legit dime defense. I'd put three guys on Tyree Kill, <laughs> three. take him right out. To put another three on Travis on, Kelsey. Yep, and make the other guys. Beat I'll just you, give Jerry. the ball to Le'Veon Bell every every play. Yeah, like the Jets should be like this week. The Jets who are the Jets playing this week? The Jets play the uh, Seahawks in Seattle. This week the Jets play the Seahawks. They're going to be allowed fifteen players on offense. <laughs> on offense, yeah, to give Sam Darnold some time to throw the ball, we have additional offensive linemen. How about this? We're going to allow the Jets to have linemen stretched across the field. Yes, in this just to try to even it up a little bit, the make great it a wall little Seattle. Yeah, make it a little more fair. This Dang. game. I saw a great video on the internet. I was trying to give credit to where X-rated this was or? not X-rated. This is on a Twitter sports related. I was. I wanted to give credit. It's some sort of podcast where Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver, Brandon Marshall, yeah, who's on inside he, the NFL. Uh, yeah, he seems to be hosting this thing, and it's it's a bunch of guys, bunch of players sitting around eating off of paper plates and talking. But he's on there with uh, Chad Ochocinco, oh boy, and Hugh Jackson. Oh wow! Okay, and they're they're enjoying some food and 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 shooting the breeze, and Hugh Jackson tells us. The story that uh, his entire time with the Bengals, and this happened to Marvin Lewis as well, that Chad Ochocinco used to used to call the head coach at two or three in the morning every night, almost just to tell him he was open. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> I totally believe that. I mean, the guy was nuts. Throw so I guess ball. he didn't. Yeah, I'm open. He said he used to call up and just go, "Coach, I'm open," and then hang up. Do you think, and that does not shock me at all, I would think yeah. a guy like Terrell Owens did the same thing. Correct. Did he, And I don't really remember. 
Did his career completely tank after that Hall of Fame thing, or was it more than that? I think I it was. To, I yeah, back. I think it was more than that. Because that was, I mean, you want to talk about where a guy was really still a rising star, and that was not viewed favorably by many when he when did he put that. the Hall of Fame jacket no, on on no. the sideline after a catch. No, it was awful. I like him, though. Like, we need characters. You have characters. characters in the game. Richard Sherman's not a character? Yeah, most most of them. I like when the characters are at wide receiver. There's plenty of them, too. Yeah, because normally that's what you get, the diva wide receivers. Although, now I will say, who would you say is the best wide receiver in the game right now? Mm -hmm. You can chime in, Eddie. Uh, The best wide receiver? What about DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, Well, that's the first guy that comes to mind for me. You've also got... Uh, Devontae Adams. Oh, Devon, uh, I like Devontae Adams. Who I think proclaimed himself as the best wide receiver in football. Yes, did, uh, he's did he right. Not? He did. Now, he's also got Aaron Rodgers for sure, but he's been – so you're probably right that the best Tyreek guys – Yeah, but I don't – But Tyreek Hill, he's he's had a weird off the field. So forget that. I'm talking about the the way they act on the field. Is Tyreek Hill like that, like a Chad Ochocinco? I don't think so. No. What about DK Metcalf? I think he just goes about his business. No, I, I don't think he's a diva. I think he's just a great wide receiver. Wait, doesn't doesn't Hill do backflips into the end zone? Yeah, but that's not that's not what we're talking about. That's not diva like. That's well, not. I mean, Terrell Owens, Chad Oso, Chad Ochocinco, they were like, you know, look at me, but to a, to the nth degree. The whole I got the, the sharpie in my socks. Remember that nonsense? Yeah, yeah and I guess Tyreek Hill waiting at the end zone, then doing a backflip. No, that's that that's just is... more like giving it to the other team, yeah, but then look at me. That's not. I don't think he's acting like a jackass. I think he's just whatever. It's a little different. I get your point, but I think it's a little different. Hey, so, look know, at you me. Might be, you might be right. Maybe we, we need, need more divas. divas. Oh, more diva that. wide receivers, Jerry. And you please. know what? Give it time. I'm sure we'll have them. You never know. All right, we're going to take a break. 534. Oh. I know. It just flies right by, doesn't it? I have a story, Jerry, when we come back about, you know how I always talk about not having children because I was concerned that they would be bad kids. And, and then what do I do? they give you a bad name, yes. I have a story which makes me think maybe I should have children. Oh, boy. This is going to be great. I can't yeah. wait. Is this about an old man that gets taken care of by his children? <laughs> no, but that wouldn't hurt his either. dying like days <laughs> as you're approaching those. I <laughs> know. You've got a long way to go. Oh, long way. You've children. got 49 years left. All right, 535. We're, well, I shouldn't say we're just getting started. We're actually uh, halfway, th- halfway home. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Alan Jerry, because you can't get enough sports with the other 23 hours in the day. Ah, taking me back to the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. Right on cue. Take a picture. Filter 541. It is nice to have you with us as we are barreling our way towards Christmas. I will tell you this. Yesterday, I did uh, get out quite a bit. I got home very late, as you can imagine, from a 940 tip from uh, the Rutgers game on Tuesday night, I guess it was. Tuesday night? Yeah, Tuesday night. And so I go home like after one in the morning or so. So by the time I got up and out yesterday, um, I did hear the Jerry Seinfeld conversation on the show. And I had a much different experience than what uh, Greg was talking about. I was more in line with Sal Licata. I was there the day Seinfeld came in, and he could not have been a nicer guy. 
Uh, but anyway, I got out and I did some Christmas shopping yesterday. And I will tell you, it actually felt like Christmas. The snow was falling. It was cold. The stores were full. It was weird. You were? Uh, did you find success in purchasing some no, Christmas items? No, no, I didn't buy no. a thing actually. Oh, not one thing. Mm, so a little. Did you go to the mall? No, I just I went from store to store to store, and I had something to do in between. So it was kind of like you know, hit a couple of stores. I had to go do something, and then hit another store, and then went out again last night at like seven o'clock. So it I felt, was so annoyed. It felt Christmassy though to you while you were out. It did because you know they were playing the Christmas music. The, the little snow flurries were, were out when you were driving around. Yeah, and, and there were people out. Like, there was one store I went to. I won't say what well, which one it was. Al, there had to have been, I want to say there were 35 people online. And they had 12 registers open. Nice. It was insane. I'm like, and so in that, in that case, I might have found something in the store, but there was no way I was waiting on that line. So I kind of walked around and out. Yeah, I did some online shopping yesterday. I felt like I got some stuff done. Like, I felt all proud of myself. I was like, wow, I didn't even leave the house. It's awesome. It's right up your alley. Right up my I feel, alley. I sometimes feel like the internet was invented for you. Yes, just for me. Just for me to not leave my house. <laughs> Jerry, it's no secret that I do not have children. Eddie doesn't have children either. And for me, personally, I didn't have children because I was too concerned that I would have a bad child that would grow up to do bad things and ruin my life. And you didn't get married. And I didn't get married. But, like, Jeffrey Dahmer's parents probably had very high hopes for young Jeffrey when he was born. And then he ends up being a serial killer. And that's what I didn't want. Right. I didn't now, how want... many people do you think had children like Jeffrey Dahmer in the last— Serial killer babies? Yeah, in the last, uh, the last 10 lot. years, how many How many would you say? <laughs> not, not a lot of them, Jerry. Not a lot. Statistically, very small. How many children do you think were born in, let's say, the year 2019? A lot of children. Give me a number. I don't, I don't even know. 20 million children? I don't know how many children were, there were, were born. There were 4 million children born Four million in children the United born. States in 2019. And how many of those are serial future serial how killers? How many would you say? Maybe a couple of them in there. I watch a lot. These This ID channel is 24 hours of this. There's got to be some kids growing up being serial killers. So, Eddie, killers. how do I get the percentage then? Do I divide <laughs> 2 by 4 million? Good how luck. do I do that? Is that, was that what I is that So what you're I saying do? two two serial killers? I want to get the percentage of babies? children that that would have become serial that killers. Become serial. That well, listen, they been. don't even have to become serial killers. They could become uh, muggers. They could become breaking and entering kids. They could become uh, kids who get hooked on uh, methamphetamines. Yeah, I just, but I just you you brought up Siri. You brought up Jeffrey Dahmer, and I yeah. just would like to tell you that if one or two of those four million would have become that. The chances of that happening to you are point zero 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 five percent. So you're saying there's a chance, <laughs> right? There's a chance, and then I only get one life. If I have a kid we that ruins my life, life, that would really throw me off. And you know what? And you feel bad for parents that do wind up with those issues. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. But I have a story this morning, sports related, Jerry, where it makes me think, huh? If I had a child. I would like a child like this. Mike Trout. Another set of eyes for my watching. DeMar DeRozan. You know him, Jerry. He's a basketball player. I've heard of him, yes. He has a seven-year-old daughter, so she's still very young. There was someone breaking into his home while Again, they were home. What is going yes. on with these with these stars and actors yes. and actresses and athletes? God. Yes, and the seven-year-old daughter has been credited with stopping the intruder. 
he she saw him out the window. Now was this he, in San Antonio? Um, no, I think this is in L.A. Okay. Only because the intruder claims he was looking for Kylie Jenner's house. Oh Jesus! Went into the wrong place. So she he comes into the house and when he sees the seven year old, he does the like puts his finger to his lips like. Shh. You're kidding me. Yeah, that's what he does. Shh. She took off screaming to her father. Good for her. And she saved the day, Jerry. Did he whoop his ass? No, the guy escaped, but the police caught him, which oh, is good. good. Okay. That's but the, fine. they're crediting the seven year old with foiling the robber. What'd the guy do? Get in the window? How'd he get in? Yeah, sliding glass door. He somehow he damaged the sliding glass door. Oh boy. Must be a fancy sliding glass door, too, because I saw it was fifteen thousand dollars in damage to the door. Well, Must I mean DeMar fancy. I mean, let's see. What do you think DeMar, DeMar DeRozan has made in his career? Sixty million dollars. I would say probably more than that. Uh let's see. Con- well, and a fifteen thousand dollar sliding glass door is not so fancy. Uh, well, I mean, it's just a sliding glass door. How much is the house? You said living by Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. It's got to be very expensive. Isn't Kylie Jenner one of the highest earning celebrities in the world right now? In the world, Jerry. So just so you're aware, how much do you think you said he made? $60, 60 million, million so far? Dollars. He has made approximately... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's made approximately $140 million. <laughs> I see. So slightly more No, than- more than that. Because he signed a $140 million contract with the Raptors. Yeah. So prior to that, he made money. Good Lord. But you're right. There's a lot of celebrities in these nice houses. Like I did a story yesterday with CeeLo that somebody broke into Tom Brady's Boston area mansion. He's not there, but the amount of people- I thought we did broke... that story. Did we? We Maybe did. it was two days ago then. Uh, that this is happening to these homes where you would think they have like the best security ever. Yeah, but not- if... Not if good. I, if I could guarantee that I get a have a child that's going to be a crime fighter, it's not a crime fighter. It's a child I'm that's got two eyes. Yeah, but she could have been scared of this intruder. She, she was not. Could have, but seven's not three. Good job by her. I think at that point they're kind of aware of what the hell's going on, and yep. you do tell your kids from a very young age: you do not open the door if you see a stranger. If you see someone you don't know, you come tell us. So, right, you know what? They've got a child that listens. And good for mm-hmm. them. By the she way, was, he has made $180 million in his career. $180 million? Yes. Hmm. Wow. Good job by him. Then. That is Now, that includes the $28 million he's making this year. But even that much money, Jerry, doesn't buy you safety. No, but it could buy him a better security system. Yes. And a better door. Or just have more children that can or be on the lookout. Or could have more children, yes. I suppose that is the case. So are you going to start working on that this weekend? To have a child that yeah, could because be an look extra, at it this way, extra set of eyes for me. When the Duke's seven-year-old is ready mm-hmm. to defend from burglaries, right? You'll be fifty-eight, and you might not be capable. Perfect. Anymore. Yeah, I could use a seven-year-old. Actually, too. you'll be fifty-nine because by the time fifty-nine, by the time you'd have the baby, you're talking nine yeah, months from nine now. Months. If it actually worked this weekend, so or yeah, you'd if, be I don't 50. even know if my my You've sperm never got could be tested, broken. Have you? No. Like, you had your blood tested. Why didn't you test that? Well, I don't know. I don't know how you ask for such a thing. You ask? May I have my sperm tested? Just like that? To yeah. To the doctor? That's all. all right. And then I'm sure he can direct you or guide you where you need to go. You'd be like, is there a reason you want to test it? You could it? also do mail-in. The mail-in one, right. Yeah. They'll send it to you, and then you send it, you know, with the dry ice. <laughs> and then you'll get your results in, like, two days. I am curious you know, how powerful it is. I know you've been curious. I don't know why you haven't done it yet. Yeah. I mean, not for nothing. We're running out of time here. 
we are running out of time. So let's go. How why don't you? Right. How about this? Why don't you order it before the show's over? <laughs> You'll have it tomorrow. I guarantee right. you, they next day ship. Right. You'll probably have your results by Monday, and we can leave the the, the warm up show Monday. Oh, I'm not here Monday. Damn it. All what? right. No, don't do this. Order it over the weekend so that we can discuss it next Wednesday. I heard they have the kits at like Walgreens too. I just go buy one. Oh, is that true? All right. Yeah. So, well, but then do you get the results there? Or you send them out. I don't bring it up to the counter at Walgreens and go count this. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I said you get the kit no, then you at ship Walgreens. It in. Yeah, you, you get the kit it. at Walgreens and you ship it. Because some, you might have, you might be able to get the results yourself. Right. Like pregnancy tests are home. Or I could just get a uh, really cool microscope and count it myself under the under the microscope. Under There's the microscope? One. Microscope. There's you one. There's little... another little guy. There's a third. You really? Oh, you must have super sperm then. You do realize <laughs> you need millions of them. Uh, hopefully, yeah. That's going to take you a long time to count. Well, imagine if I'm looking and I'm able to give it a head count, then I know it's a bad <laughs> scene. There's 12. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I never understood, though. You only need one. Right. What All you need is one really good swimmer. It's got to go find its 12. way right. to the right spot, and you're mm-hmm. good to go. But, yes, your go. chances, you're, if you've only got 12 of them, your chances of actually having it work <laughs> are about as much as you having a serial killer kid. Right. Point so, zero 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 five. And imagine if that was the kid that became a serial killer. Like, wow, this kid was determined to get out <laughs> in the world and murder. You're such an idiot. <laughs> All right, one final break, and then we'll get you to Boomer and G with the top. I might or I might not be there on the other side. Oh, just, you better be there, Just Jerry. for poops and giggles. I might tell Eddie to come out into the newsroom, and we'll listen on the monitors, see how you handle things. We should see what you've learned in the last 24 hours. I'm prepared today. Oh, you are? Okay, you can talk to yourself then for a minute. Maybe I'll be there. Maybe I won't. Who knows? But right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute. Her name is Amy Lawrence, and she is looking at the NFL coaching carousel. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. A couple more minutes till we get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock as we begin your Thursday. You've got Patriots and Rams coming up tonight. Week 15? 14. Week 14. In the National Football League, Al. But week 15, Jerry, which is then the following week, you originally had a Cowboy Niner Sunday oh, night game you were going to have to do. This kills me, dude. This got this got a Cowboys 49er game, Jerry. Got flexed yeah, out. You know what? Neither team's good. I get it. The problem for me is I had Rutgers-Illinois at one. My day was perfect. Oh, you Rutgers-Illinois at one, Cowboys-Niners at eight, and now I'm probably going to miss the Rutgers-Illinois game. Now we get Browns Giants sun- Sunday night football, which is the right move. Yeah, I get that's it. Going to be a big game. I did like on social media, and this is mostly the Cowboy reporters that mock oh, the right. team because mm-hmm. they hate this team, and they I understand mock the why. Cowboys, the oh, reporters? they do. Yes, but they're terrible. Um, is basically as if things haven't been bad enough, you've now been bumped for the Browns. Right. <laughs> It's just 2020, funny. y'all, as they say. Did you hear the Jerry Jones? Did CeeLo play the Jerry Jones clip from two days ago? Which one? About uh, Dracula. No, we did uh, not get a Dracula cut. I will play that coming up at 630. Uh-huh. This was before they lost terribly to the Ravens. Good in a game morning. that they actually were playing well in, except they can't stop the the run game. It's unbelievable. Yeah, they cannot stop the runs. Like, how do you not fire somebody? Get out. <laughs> right. Yes, they've given up 300 yards of, oh, God, it's awful. It's just and, awful. And I see Ray Perkins passed away. He was the first head coach I was aware of. NFL too, right? Week 14 gets underway tonight.